boom, 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 bunny ting. Yo, it's Classic Fresco by the Gallium Star, representing for Fet Talk. Yo, Fet Talk is the modest, modest, wickedest podcast in the world. Play something for the gallium. Them. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Fat Talk, brought to you by Fat World, your destination for Caribbean American podcasts. Like always, Fabian here. One third of the Fat Talk team, and I'm accompanied by. It's your boy Kwame, aka Hollywood. Holla, it's your boy. And to my right, we have. You got Massa, cause that nigga Soka J show up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. He got problems. He got a lot of issues. We gotta talk in the back room sometime. You know what I'm saying? This is his third write up. I don't know what's gonna happen after this. Uh, but you know what I mean? He's not respecting the rules. Show the fuck up. <laughs> Let's get it. So as you guys heard, uh, Soka Jha is not with us today. Uh, then the man's working, man. It's about to be busy season for him. Can't yeah. can't blame him. I mean, we yeah. ain't, we he ain't get we ain't getting paid around here, so right. Well, right. soon enough, soon enough. Soon. We work, if he show up, we might be able to get paid. Later on. <laughs> but anyway, more to more important things. More to more important things. Hey, today we have another special guest in the building. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you heard him. He's here. Yeah. Y'all didn't know what it is. Or oh, if you don't know, it's Classic Fresco by the Gallim Star. I'm here at Fet World, Fet Talk, where I do a thing. Yes, yes. So excited about this. So excited to have you here, sir. So, I'm Classic, you're here promoting your new big tune. And let's get into the tune real quick, man. Let's stop all the talking. Let's let these people hear what you got to offer, man. Young Moto. Every guy want a photo. Silent Parade. For the Gallim. Make you bump. Fresco ball boom on the fuego rhythm, not to be confused with the big ride rhythm. That's listen, what we call it now. Listen, that's <laughs> not a, we 
you already know what that's about. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know we'll talk about it, but you know. The original Fuego 1.0 rhythm before the, the new 2020 release. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> but the song is fire. Let's let's for no no doubt. The song is fire. So, sir. Yes. Yo, I, I gotta start out, man. Um, I'm, I got my flag in here, as you can mm. see. Yes, yes. Representing yes. for JA. Mm. I'm a big fan of soca. Yes. I have been in the field doing my thing for a very long time, mm. and have not gotten the respect <laughs> that I deserve. I've run up on plenty bumpers, and they look at the flag, <laughs> and they look back, and they say, "Nah." Mm. <laughs> then I see Hollywood roll up with his Trini flag, <laughs> and they say, "Yeah." Yes, partner. So. <laughs> 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 We got the trees in here coming against us. I'm gonna tell, tell you the secret to that. You put okay. that in the back pocket. Okay. <laughs> and when you get the wine, then you put it on your shoulder. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's collect too late. Or so tell me, tell me a little bit. Um, you're from JA. Yes. And what part of JA are Constant you? Constant Spring, Uptown. Oh yes, yes, yes. I grew up in um, St. Catherine, mm. a little town called Mapen. Went yeah, to yeah. school at Glenmore Preparatory. Yeah. For those who know, and if you don't know, it's all right. Um, nice I, went to, I went to um, Kingsgate Prep, then I went to Queens Prep. What? I was supposed to go to Calabar, but then I came to U.S. Okay. All right. Everybody got their culturation stories. Thanks for having this, Jay Hama. I mean, let's get a Panamanian on the show that way we could connect. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 okay, last episode, you got Jay talking about London for three hours. That's J.A. Yeah, I'm going to get some Panamanians in the building, you son. Should, you should. You should, man. Let's talk about Colón. <laughs> La Feria. Word. So tell us a little bit how, how long have you been making music, sir? Um, see, that's, 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 that's a story in itself. So I've been making music since I was 13 mm. and then um, I didn't start making soca till last year it's probably been a year and two months so far no a year and one month so okay far. so you 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 new to the soca scene alright I mean actually the curation of the music but as far as like being in the culture and stuff that's not new I grew yeah. up in it you know <laughs> so like my family is immigrants from other places that like, immigrated to Jamaica so right. I grew up in a soca household still right. but as far as doing the music that was um, that was that was uh that was I didn't want to lose the opportunity. I actually got invited on a rhythm by a DJ in Miami mm-hmm. and I turned it down because I was doing dance hall at the time. Right. And the rhythm bus. Mm. He replaced me in the rhythm oh. bus. <laughs> I don't want to say what rhythm, I don't want to say who it was. Nah, fuck, that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> because you gotta look at me like, oh man. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, but you gotta keep it. <laughs> <laughs> but um so the same DJ linked me uh like a couple months later when it's like, yo, I have another rhythm for it. I said, I'll take it. He's like, You even hear you, I'll take it. <laughs> Send it to me. I did it and it um it did good and I didn't really I don't wanna disrespect it. DJ, but I didn't really try that hard, so I figured like, yo, if I really tried and put some effort and some resources into this, mm-hmm. it could take off, you know. Definitely. So why, why the actual jump? Cause you've been making music since thirteen, and you saying up to that point you did dance hall, and now you, it seems like you're, you're pretty much all in with the soca. Um. Well, when I was thirteen, I was battle rapping. Sixteen, I was. Songwriting rapping. Oh, you definitely making Mansa feel special it's, now. Yeah. Yeah. Jamaican <laughs> battle rap. Battle I rap. used to battle rap back in the days yeah. a long time ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but this is your time. <laughs> and then, um, and then, uh, and then uh, 2016, I stopped rapping. So I doing dancehall. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's just it didn't. The, the the politics of dancehall, mm-hmm. uh, I just it wasn't for Strenuous. me. Strenuous. Yeah, it wasn't really compatible for what I was trying to get done in the amount of time I wanted to get it done. So I kind of fell into soca and went and 
it just worked for me. Like, there's politics in Soka, but they don't really work against me. Mm. And anything that does work against me, I just, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I just keep it pushing, you know? Got you. Got you. So, I mean, what's the unique thing that you feel like you bring to the Soka scene at this point? Well, you know, um, I'm one of the few <laughs> Jamaican artists, so I always can bring an outside influence in, in when it comes to the influence and lyrics and even, you know, the hip-hop lyrics into it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. a hot girl, so Right. For the record, I said that before my show. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you trying to get the mafia to shoot us down? Oh, come so on, they're going to burn it down <laughs> on, uh, on big, big, big up the monks still. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Shout out to the monks. You know, and boom it off like a cartel song, you know. And there's always going to be a little Jamaican, um, you know, a little influence, no, no matter what I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so because what's maybe old to dance all is new to soca, you know? That's and true. That's true. Vice versa, so. I always have that little flavor. Yeah, one thing I noticed about your music, it's, it's very... It has that that rawness that you get with like dancehall. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've had discussion a couple of times when it comes to soca music. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, soca is the happy music. You always got to jump, whine, and thing. Yeah. But then when yeah. you hear classical fresco bar tune, yeah. now I'm saying it's like you know, like chair, find something <laughs> yeah. longer and sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel that 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 rawness you used to hear from dancehall right. and soca. That that's, and I'm I guess that's something that's. You know what? That was trial and error in itself, and mm-hmm. and it's it's funny how how that comes into play. Like, um, we we had reached out to a lot of uh, producers. Mm-hmm. I probably I probably sent an email out to like around two hundred people, and uh, three people hit me back initially. Um, Sal Infrared, big up Sal, he hit me back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solution DJ and producer, um, Optimus hit us back mm-hmm. from Trinidad, and um. Hunter Flow from St. Vincent hit us back. And so, you know, when you get the, the rhythm, they kind of guide you. Like, this is how you, I want it to sound, like A, B, C, and X, Y, Z. The reason my music is raw is because I try to do the groovier stuff, and my voice don't fit it, and my lyricisms don't fit it. Okay. So even when I try to do it, it sounds it sounds off. Right. And then I, um, I did the Hunter Flow uh, rhythm that was gasoline, and that was aggressive, and it did well. Um, and then with <clears throat> Sal and the St. Lucian Soka, it kind of feels like dancehall to me anyway, so it, it just clicked. And when that did well, more Lucian uh, producers was easy to link. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. I've just been in that lane ever since. I, I just go with the flow. I don't really try to force myself into any pocket. If that's who, who's vibing with me, that's where I'm going to go. Okay, no, no, okay, and I was wondering about that too. Cause I was thinking, I'm like, you know, we have the Jamaican soca artists, mm. but then when you look at your catalog of music, a lot of those tunes are Lucian. Yeah, they're all Lucian rhythm. So you know, it's great to hear, you know, the backstory. Cause I was trying to figure out how does that, how do, how do you end up on these Lucian rhythms? Yeah, it, it definitely trial and error. definitely trial and error. Um, you know, I have a good relationship outside of the Lucian producers. I have a good relationship with Marley Beats. That's the dude who produced What's It Up. Uh-huh. And I have like a load of songs with him. Mm-hmm. Only two of them came out. Right. Because there's a lot of politics in mm-hmm. the carnivalism, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can lay a track, do a track, do everything, and then you'll get a, 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 a WhatsApp back like, yo, that one's not coming out. And, and you just got to eat that. While um, the Lucian stuff it ain't really like that. They kind of do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. That's kind of why they drop music all year <clears throat> round. Vincy's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of on a schedule. Trinidad is on a super schedule. Oh, so yeah. like... Even just reaching out to them is like, it's hard. Mm. It's hard. So that I just it just everything fell into where it needed to be. Right, right. You know, for for, for me, 
I want to just talk a little bit about the whole JA scene. So for mm-hmm. a long time, JA was not supporting the soca thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna just put it out there. I was growing up, mm-hmm. and you know, say you talk about that. So you come, and I used to come out to the parties. You mm-hmm. ever play a little thing like soca? Or did you make it making scene here in in the states? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, okay. I'm talking yeah, about from the states because I came up here when I was nine. Okay. So I could talk about going to the dance like in scene. Jamaica. The soca scene is crazy in, in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. That's all. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. They do. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting. They like thing. it more than the soca sometimes too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. What do you think contributed to like like this new rise though? Because now like we have carnival coming back up in JA. What do you think contributed to that whole thing? Um. Okay. Let me. I want to talk from my point of view with the the, the, the the evolution of Carnival from my point of view. Right. Because yeah. there was always Byron Lee in Jamaica. Uh-huh. Yes. And he started Jamaica the Carnival. Jamaica Carnival, yeah. Yes. And he kind of always did his thing. So there's always been that presence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Jamaica, even to the point where I didn't know soca was a genre growing up. I just thought it was just music. Right. Yeah. So there was no like, oh, this is dancehall, this is this, this and that. And it also worked for me because I, I grew up in a strict household. Mm-hmm. So dancehall, nah, play. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, some reggae, nah, play. Right. But soca is safe. So it could play all the time. Right. So right, it was right. never a thing where, where I grew up where it's like, this is this and this is that. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to the U.S., my mother, my mother had me in Kitty's Carnival in Jamaica. My mother mm-hmm. brought me to Labor Day here, so it was always present. I never had that pushback for this don't play and this don't play. I never experienced my that personally. Right. And right. then um, I feel like no matter what, certain soca songs is gonna be in a DJ set because the gal and broke out and wind up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, from your point of view, I hear it, but I never experienced the pushback against the soca you know so and then but and then my my thing is saying because i've been hurt and mm-hmm. i've been bruised because mm-hmm. i represent my flag <laughs> and when i go they say every country sometimes you know they shot not the country yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you know they never jamaica is probably dead last yeah. in that conversation that's why that's what because we they don't expect about. us to show up mm-hmm. especially okay so like even in jamaica you know Regular people are on a carnival money. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Talk the things. So that's really an uptown thing. So I grew up uptown, so I, you know. Right, right, I right. I was in it. But, you know, they don't really expect Jamaica people to be in them type of environments because maybe financially, mm-hmm. maybe them, not, them, listen, if you're there, your probably girlfriend is Trini or Lucian or thing mm-hmm. and thing and thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not necessarily concentrated. Plus, we don't have a, rep- a musical representation. Right. So that's mm-hmm. another thing that probably hinders it. But I don't know. Well, Hussein, Hussein Bolt has come down. Yeah. We've seen Hussein is at every every carnival now. Yeah, yeah um, and a lot of plenty. a lot of big dancers. I mean, Conscious has like how many how many tunes he got out right okay. now? Okay. <laughs> so 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 with so that so with the growth of, of carnival, yeah. I feel like carnival. And we can watch it. The growth has grown a lot since 2014 ish. Because right. of Instagram, social media. They right. want to spend right. their money and take picture. Exactly. Yeah. So, and they want to travel. And continue to do that, girls. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I want to travel. So I think that's where, especially Jamaica's um, economy thrives off of tourism. Mm-hmm. So we want that. So that's why I think that goes hand in hand with the artists also making music because it helps the actual entire country. So. Man like Conscience and Charlie Black and all them type of people, you know, it brings the bag to the country and it also brings them outside to other elements. I think Charlie Black's first 
bust out. Platinum Record was Party Animal. Party Animal, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he's been in that lane since, you know? And Priscilla the, the Indian. The only Soka Tune Hot 97 knows how to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who told these niggas that's the only Soka Tune that exists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit. On the flip side, though, we, wow. we're hearing Zessa music yeah. come out. It, exactly. uh, do you have any thoughts on that with that new evolution of dance dancehall in Trinidad? Also, Trinidad Killer with his, you know, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's money, money, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it is what it is. People, people like to express themselves how they express themselves. I don't have no. I, I think it was bound to happen. You yeah, know? I think, I think the. Uh, the hey, can you introduce yourself to the people for a second? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my name my name is Marcus M A K A K A Mac Holiday. I am Classic Crystal Bar's manager, his role manager. Um, so you hear me talking? That's who I am. <laughs> I had no intention. We, we doing AKA, so I can be Classic Crystal Bar the Gallum Star. AKA the, the designated gun money. AKA the orgasm distributor. AKA. Yeah. So, um, what I was saying was, um, you know, I think the influence of dancehall in Trinidad has been there for so long right. and so strong mm-hmm. it was nothing it, it was just a matter of time before they created their own right, right. you know right. and it sounds good it does sounds it does you know what i'm saying that's the same thing with like the saint lucian mm-hmm. that's coming and that's hitting so hard right you know people love the groovy music they mm-hmm. love it and trinidad is is infamous for that mm-hmm. but the yellow want to they want to party, they want to hatch their box on, bust it open, and yes. that's what they want to do. You yes. understand? Yes. So, you know, when you have artists like like Classic to come in now and really, you know, mm-hmm. with that raunchy, with that raunchy uh, shit, find something long and sit down, mm. sit up. That's the that's what they want. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, it was definitely a matter of time for Trinidad to have their own version of of that gunshot. That gangster Trinidadian, they're gonna represent like that, same way like how, you know, the St. Lucians got their soca. Yeah, and you know, like the same the same way he's saying, like, they can't really express like there's bad man in Trinidad. We know. Bad man of partner. Bad man of them bad man music. You yeah, true. So they need some way to express themselves somehow. So it was, it was gonna happen. That's just the outlet. Mm-hmm. You also gotta understand that it's like it's also like an evolution and uh you know, time because if you if you look from the early nineties, it's not it was nothing but dancehall and reggae mm-hmm. you go to flex you know they used to have flex in brooklyn they used to have party in basements and all that other stuff that was right. all reggae so and soka was nowhere to be you know they had their rupees and they had their allison hines mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. younger marshall and thing but they didn't really have no you know thing like this right mm-hmm. now it was all dancehall yeah, anytime yeah. you go to a party it was dancehall reggae yeah, that's right. all it was yeah that's that new york city experience and the funny it. thing is i remember going to trinidad mm-hmm. as a child i was like 12 years old mm-hmm. and bounty killer had a concert and right. i remember there was always this uh this thing in the air of like yo it's a beef between trinidadians and, and jamaicans <laughs> But right. they love the dance hall music, right. you know? So, like, it was, and people going, it's gunshot, plenty gunshot. The, 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 the <laughs> concert shut down. Right. Everybody gunshot. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you go, if you, even if you go to Trinidad now and you go on the road, 
They don't even play soccer like that. Nah. You hear nothing about you hear nothing about dancing. Barely here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's something they, they don't switch that on until probably like around now, December. Word up. That's when it's, the radio stations hit that switch. It's parang right now. Word up. It's parang right now. Yeah, they're gonna hit that soccer switch real soon. They start prepping. Yeah. They start prepping for you know because Trinidad Carnival kind of sets its own. Yeah. For the rest of the year. But then once Carnival done, they click it back off and the radio stations go back to... Listen, I, 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 did, I, did, I did a press run in Trinidad, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, had a, I have a PR out there. PR, right. I say, yo, listen, I'm in Trinidad from this time to this time. What we can do? She say, yo, listen, it's Parang season, so I don't even know if I can get you on the radio. I'm like, what? <laughs> the, the, the Mecca? The holy Mecca of Soka? I can't get a, a you know what I'm saying, a press run? That's but politics. She, but she made it happen, though. Oh, okay. that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Take Actually, a lot of yeah. politics for I saw a lot of clips of your um, your Trinidad run, mm. um, your Trinidad press run. How did that go for you, like overall? It went well, man. Other than me catching the flu the day before, uh, but it went. Once well. you work like a Jordan on the flu game type That's shit. A fact. Yeah. Oh man, dedicated to your craft. That's a fact. I had a whole pocket full of therapy. That's how that go, man. Now, do you think um, you were successful in what you were out there for, as far as like spreading your music? Yeah, of course. Like. um that's one thing I say about Trinidad is that uh, the radio is very important. Mm-hmm. Their music, they, they take their music very serious. Like even their radio stations look like mansions. Like they're full and their security and they're, they, it's beautiful. Like it's like damn, mm-hmm. this is no mm-hmm. joke. So the same way someone, you know, would look at a doctor, someone looks at a DJ or an artist over there. You know what I'm saying? They take it very serious. So me being on the radio, it's not like in the U.S. where you're on the radio and no one hears you. Like some people hear you. People. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I step out, I'm out my, my shirt and my chains on. They look like, okay, he's somebody. You know, they pay attention to that. Like, mm-hmm. nah, definitely, it was definitely worth it. Um, And I got my songs in the rotation, which is very important. So even when I'm not there, the song's still going to play, you know? So that's definitely beneficial. We're just trying to tape this. So what is your goal in the, let's say, for the next year? What are you hoping to accomplish? Um, My overall goal especially in soca music, is to set a path. Like, I, I, me personally, I want to be as big as pop. Like, I want my legacy to be beyond my life. Mm. And But most importantly, I want people that are from outside of necessarily soca countries right. to be able to look at me and be like, yo, M do it, McCann do it. I can express myself. I want to be able to open doors. I also want to be able to, you know, bring that power to Jamaica and, and, and build the infrastructure that way. Like, I'm very aware this music is a culture and this music is bigger than me and it's my responsibility to contribute to that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully two, five, ten, twenty years from now there's a bunch of Jamaican, you know, uh, soca artists and, you know, everything works out and Jamaican Carnival flows a certain way and there's a structure and everything mm-hmm. runs, you know? That's right, that's right. I definitely want to kind of just add to that for a second. Like, mm-hmm. when... We made the decision to get into dance hall from dance hall to soca. It was solely the purpose was solely because of our love for the culture. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. So for everyone around the world who would see that and like, wow, like the transition. The best thing that we ever did was not quit. 
And, you know, us going into that for the love of the culture, it was just one of those things like, man, we already yeah, here. we was already there. We, we never miss a Juve, yeah. never, never miss a Conor. Right. And it's like, man, let's drop this record. You feel what I'm saying? It just makes sense because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he had got that record from the the, the uh, that DJ. We're not naming him. You gave close. Yeah. 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 We almost had you. I mean, you ain't seen me nodded? I was like, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it was the love of the culture. Right. And because, you know, that door kind of opened up with mm-hmm. the soak and it was like, okay, this is kind of dope. Right. Let's fly with this. And mm-hmm. we got such a great, uh, you know, uh, reaction from the public. Right. And, you know, especially the, the Gallaudet. Big shout outs to the Gallaudet. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that you had done a video on, and check out uh, Classic's YouTube yeah. page. Yeah. It's a fire YouTube page. It also has some great comedy bits on there as well. Mm. He's a multi-talented person. Mm. I like a couple of comedy bits. We're going to get into that a little later. Mm. Um, but I did notice you had this exercise video that was on there. There was some beautiful yeah. women dancing on that. Can you tell us about that experience? Wait, wait, wait. Which exercise video? Nah, I want to know. <laughs> it, was, it was a skit or it was a song? It was the song. It was a song and then you had like a, a video to it or something like that. Um, it's probably the dancers. So a lot of, a lot of the times when... Uh, like Ben's truck, it's it, it was on the money mix rhythm. It's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of sounds soca ish, mm-hmm. so that kind of just opened up a door and it bust really big in Europe because mm-hmm. there was a European dancer that danced to it and the okay. rest of the girls danced to it and that started a challenge. So you're probably talking about that. Yeah, the challenge. Yes. Um. Yeah, that happened on its own and the I. Was it, yeah, they were in like a oh a, a because dance the girls studio. that did the okay right, they had right, a right. Dance yeah studio. it was a lot of big shout outs to the dance hall queens that showed us love okay yeah, okay that's what yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah so that that's how that happened and I would repost everybody that any anybody I posted I don't care if you were famous not uh-huh. famous uh-huh. white black blue I reposted it and people just took to it and it it, it it grew to to this day that's probably my most streamed record on a, on a weekly basis like to pull the stats on it and most of it is in Europe mm-hmm. well, that's what's up man and, and how was that experience dealing with on the road like so we've always wanted to hear the backstory of an artist on the road and the experience of interacting with wonderful beautiful women from across the island <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what he's trying to ask <laughs> how has that been Yo, he's trying to I just got straight to the point bro. Like, you know what I'm saying I, this we gotta frame this correctly here I, I don't <laughs> no, know I don't frame it cause when you frame it you, if you, you try to be Yo, you want me to yeah, ask yeah. I, I didn't want to get that tap on my neck I you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no but you know this is one of those things like in the background I think a lot of people don't know like that interaction and how do you manage <laughs> that whole you didn't hear the intro son the girl them star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, what's, you know what's interesting about that is that I'm not necessarily friendly. I'm not, I don't be all up in people's faces. People have to come to me, so mm-hmm. I feel like I, lo- I lose out a lot of female interaction because I don't. I'm not like you got to come up to me, mm-hmm. and if you come up to me, then it might go that way. But mm-hmm. um, nah, man, it, it, it's soca people is friendly people. <laughs> okay. okay, that's not I, had, I had a guy run up to me one time, and this I think I did, in like did two of skit. those skits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was at the time because a lot of the skits mm. I I filmed the skits. Right, right. And I when I when I did the skit, I remember it was one I said your mother I had a dude run down on me. Hey, your mother I said what? <laughs> <laughs> he, thought was, what? he thought it was beef at first. Like, yeah, I'm like, whoa, what happened? And he had to tell me he was like, bro, from the skit. I'm like, oh, what's up? 
Speaking of that, if it you want to talk about female interaction, mm-hmm. it was heavier from the skits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Tell us a little bit about some of the skit work that you've done. Because I've watched a few, and I, I was li- definitely, my favorite one was with the dude about to kill himself over the pom pom. Okay. That so, was my favorite one. So the skit story was, was his concoction. Mm-hmm. He'd been trying to make me do skits for like a year prior to that. It's like, yo, this is the wave. This is how we do it. This is how it's going to build. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I know he would say I don't want to be known as an actor or a comedian I'm you like yo bro I'm telling you they're going to love this shit so <laughs> like, All right. I, have a, I had a close relationship with the owner of the Tropics I don't think he owns it anymore <laughs> and um, he, he I used to send him my music and he told me like yo you know what really help your music get out if you do skits <laughs> Wow. And then I get the phone call. Wow. I was like, I. He called me with a whole skit planned and concocted. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. When you ready to shoot it, he shot one by himself and all that. And I know, I think that one was probably the most. We, I, we did like, I, I did like five by myself and then one caught. Mm-hmm. And once that one caught, I knew, okay, this is what to do. Right, so yeah, with the yeah. skits, um, with the skits, I personally didn't like them. I hated yeah. doing them. It was it was terrible. It was stressful. Because I'm not good at doing them. I can, but as far as the writing process, that's not like... like Shout out my boy Super Ribbon Trey. He can come up with a skit in like three minutes and be like, okay, we're going to shoot it. Uh-huh. I used to come up with five skits a month and we used to shoot them. And it would take like five weeks to, for me to do those. Like it does, It's not natural to right, me. Right, right, right. And then, um, but yeah, like it just would keep going viral. But the thing I didn't like about the skits is that people perceive me to be the character I create. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. so uh-huh. I didn't, like, I, I, don't, I don't know, nigga. <laughs> don't front down yeah, class yeah, yeah, yeah. talking some mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a joke, boy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you good, son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then, and then, um, and I would literally write the characters. Uh-huh, you know what I'm uh-huh, saying? So, uh-huh. like, Delhi, shout out Delhi. Um, I wrote her character. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right. wrote my character. I had to write his character. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come up with plot lines based on those characters. Well, it sounds like you are you're creative overall, but I think what I like about the skits, it shows another side of the artist. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And I, I like that. I think like, I can see a different side of you just beyond the music it helps me connect more to the brand yeah you know what i'm saying so your person who likes to have fun you're a person who can joke around but you also get busy on the mic i think that works for me man i really appreciated you doing I, how that. i ended up stopping doing it when i had to like i took all the skits down and moved them to youtube mm-hmm. is um i had to reach out to soca producers and their response to the, the middle person that i have to work through would be like i don't want to work with him because he's an actor he's not an artist Wow. So, so this worked against you a little so bit. So I just took all of them down. I think I only have two skits on my Instagram. And that's how I maneuvered from there. <laughs> so what's the... Now, you're... One thing I noticed about you is you're super active mm. on social media mm. in general. Whether mm. it's... Uh, and a lot of it's like a it's a combination of things. I feel like you, you you definitely take your time and let your personality show. What's been the response to that? I feel like you don't see that very often from a lot of soca artists. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really see like like... Like, I feel like, I don't, don't want to say I know you, but I feel yeah. like as far as, you know, some of the other artists in the industry, you're probably, like, more personable. I would automatically assume that, you know, you're a super personal pers- person. Um, I could approach you, although just now you was like, nigga, I don't know you. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's different. It's like, okay, because if you know me from from a certain, like, platform, like, not necessarily jokes, but, like, music, uh-huh. you're going to approach me different. You're going to approach me like, yo, I like your tune, or hey, da, da, da. When you're, people approach me as a funny guy, people like to 
make me the butt of the joke. Ah. So there, there's people that want to play with you, and it's like, yo, bro, this can go real wrong. Like, and you know what I'm saying? And then I get involved, and then it's like, uh, come on. So that's, that, yeah. that made me uncomfortable a lot, too. Um, but as far as me, me being on social media, it's like, that's my strongest outlet. And um, I just, and I, I spent time studying it. Like, I take notes and figure out algorithms and, and be on top of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always active because I know, like, this is how the music is going to get everywhere. Even though that Soka has a, a pipeline, has a structure. You still right. got to follow the pipeline, mm-hmm. but you can't, I don't want to rely on it. Right. Because something might fail in the pipeline and how everything's structured, but I could try to create some virality behind it. Right. And it, and it work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, before you came, um, you know, me and Fabe was just chit-chatting about something like that. Like, finally stepping outside the matrix for a second. Finally, like, being the one to find a loophole, right? Because mm. Soka has this particular structure. Mm. Um, and everybody has to follow this particular formula. Mm. But there's ways in which you can do things differently. Yeah. You know, and, I, you know, we're just talking about how, like, so, like a soldier boy. Soldier boy found a formula, you know, be where he create a new outlet and a new yeah. lane for everybody else yeah. that followed. So we're through social media. So when you just said that, I was like, yeah, that sort of reminded me of his kind of story where he found a way to use social media, social media to his advantage and get his music and himself out there. But the thing about Soka is so structured, you can't do either or. You have mm. to do both. Because mm. if you do just one, you're going to lose out on the other. You do the other, you're going to lose out on one. Okay. So, okay. so yeah, like, so, like Soka is beyond structured and you don't want to lose opportunities and you don't want to end up on the wrong side of certain people that have power over that structure because they'll kind of not necessarily I've never been in a space where they'll block you out but they'll be in a space where like okay we're not going to help you and their help goes far mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man I want to ask some questions right now. <laughs> I'm trying my best I don't want nobody tapping me on my lips <laughs> You got axe, you got axe, um, yeah, but uh, you know what? Let's just get to it, man. Like, look, I think this this power structure that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, where you as an artist, you feel like you talk about the structure. Where do you, where do you first start? You start with getting your music out to particular producers. How does that process work? Just give me a kind of a back. And if of- if I can sum it up the best way I could, because there's always different ways to do it, mm-hmm. but. I would say that you reach out to a producer. If you uh-huh. figure out what country you want to target, then you fig- you reach out to producers from that country. Uh-huh. That producer sends you a rhythm. Um, I'm at an advantage because I write my own stuff, so I don't uh-huh. have to wait for them to find me a writer and all of that stuff. Right. And um, they'll tell you the topic. Sometimes you'll have to make like two, three, four versions of a song on that rhythm. And then they'll shop the rhythm to other artists and they'll set a date and... Um, They'll edit the song, put it out, put it through here, and then they'll put it through, uh, they'll shop it through a PR that'll get it to radio or YouTube and everything mm. else in between. Okay. And when everything is like on point, then that's how records um, do well. Okay. When things are missing, like they don't have a PR or the producer doesn't have this or I'm not connected with this, then a lot of times the song will fall short. But mm-hmm. I specifically mostly for for trinidad okay. music for trinidad music you, they, they have a structure while everything else because there's a lot of politics yeah and and how and who are, would you say are if you could say who are the people who are in power there um it, it's it's tricky like you know the 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 word for it is soka mafia 
mm-hmm. you know, as we, we heard about, as far as the people involved in the Soka Mafia, you never really know who has the power till you need them. And you'd be like, oh, shit, you're the person that gets that done? Mm. Cool. Or you, you never know who has the power until someone tells you, like, yo, hit this person up so you can get this done. And you'd be like, why? And then they tell you, like, just do it. And you speak to that person and he gets it done. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, you can't, you know. You, it's, it's, so it's a tricky business to maneuver. You have to be careful. You have to know how to maintain your relationships yeah. with the right people. Yeah. Like any now, other business. Yeah, okay. this is true. Are we this talking? Are we talking strictly Trinidad at the moment? Like, do you feel that to be successful in the soca industry, you have to go through, especially with like all the avenues that are available to you right now? Like, do you feel like you have to go to Trinidad? I, I don't feel so. I feel like okay. We thought so. I I don't want to yeah. say yes, and I don't want to say no. Mm-hmm. I want to say that if you half Trinidad on your side and everybody else you and, and nobody else you're still gonna do pretty yeah, good you do pretty right. well right. if you have just St. Croix by itself and nobody else you're kind of stuck if mm-hmm. you have you know St. Lucia by itself but if you have everybody else ex- and not Trinidad it still work mm-hmm. So, but you need everybody right so that's how I kind of look at it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm a I'm a go with the flow type of person. Like, I don't want to force anybody's hand. I don't want to force anybody's interaction because I feel like once you stop forcing it, they stop helping you. Right, right, right. So just, I get the connection. I get the I get the response, and I move accordingly. That's what's up. So talk to me a little bit about your creative process. What inspired? I I think Poom Poom is a big. <laughs> I, I hear the theme in your song a lot, and I'm I'm with it. <gasps> You know what I'm saying? But there's, what other things are, are, are inspire you in terms of your music and your creative process? Um, I'm big on metaphors. Mm. You know? Um, That's that battle rap. And I, <laughs> I always drink when I write. Always. <laughs> always. Because I, I have to put myself in the space of how I'm going to be on the road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and it's not necessarily Pum Pum. It's, it's RDX said one time, and that changed the way how I write music forever. They mm-hmm. were like, they study their craft. They study... Yeah, and they also say that their music is them making sounds that create, that make women move a certain way. Ah. So I looked at it like it's not necessarily about the words. Mm-hmm. It's not necess- It's about the sound right. that create a reaction. Right. So I focus on that. So like, you know, chair and, um, you know, uh, boom. It's, it's not necessarily about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's how I'm saying it. Because if you said that in a different voice, it's not gonna have the same effect. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's definitely my 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 process, and I can't have nobody around. I kick everybody out. So I need my solitude, and I just do my thing. He's kicked me out the studio. It's never really that long either. I um, because what I'll do, I listen to it. I listen to the rhythm over and over and over. Uh-huh. I'll think about it. I want to be able to say it straight before I can write it down. Right. And once I can say it straight. Then I write down what I think, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I record it. So by the time I get it right, sometimes it, it'll be 30 minutes, sometimes it'll be four weeks. But by the time I have it in my head, I want to say it, and I write it down, I can go in the studio and I'll be done in like 20 minutes. Oh, that's what's up, man. I mean, tell, oh. No, go ahead, go ahead. I wanted to know, you know, what's your craziest road experience that you've had oh, out there on the road? Which I, I know y'all got stories for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just chuckling on the sideline. Eh? 
Alright. That's what I came to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Shout outs to her, whoever she's, yeah. She's gonna have to hold that down. She's gonna have to hold that down tonight. Anyways, um, so once upon a time. <laughs> That's gonna be the next song. You know what I mean? Uh, there was a girl I knew for music, and I, I'm not a, I'm not an internet person. Like you're not gonna talk to me on the internet. I'm gonna try to link you and none of that. I'm I, I see you when if I see you, I see you. Mm-hmm. This girl's trying to get my attention for like two three years. I finally see her in person. I'm like, oh, she cool. Fast forward, I ended up, and we ended up having sex. Keep mm-hmm. it up, and then um, but it never really got past that. Like she's cool as a friend, but past that, it's kind of like we don't. Me personally, I don't I don't see it going past that. Right. So um. Fast forward to a date that I don't want to say specific because mm-hmm. I don't want to like, hey, you was talking to me at this time. Right. <laughs> you know why you're adding up on the calendar? Fuck on. They gonna hear this podcast and try to put the, yeah, put the dates way. together. Yeah. This nigga said December. Yeah. Well, December. What? So I go to a fat and I see the girl and she show me love off the rip. I show her love off the rip. It's all good. I see her with a girl, and she's like, oh, this is my cousin. Da 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 da. So the cousin gave me, you know what I'm saying? Give me a little look. So I say to her, like, yo, is this your cousin? Or is it your, like, is that your real cousin? She's like, yes, yeah, my real cousin. You trying to fuck her? I'm like, whoa. Wow. Whoa. Already. Like, whoa. She's trying to fuck me. Oh, that energy. <laughs> She's like, well, you can talk to her if you want. You could try. I feel like that's everyone's downfall. Like, when you say, like, you could try, because if you succeed, dude, I feel like people say, like, you could try because they think you're going to fail. And if you succeed, it's, a, it's problematic. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So short story shorter, we, we click. You know what I'm saying? He walked into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we chatting and all of that stuff. There's a video, man. I'm going to show y'all the video. Because cause it'll always be on my phone. <laughs> There's a video of, of me standing where I'm standing, and she's looking at me like, yo, come here. Like, she's calling like, yo, come here. I'm like, yo, listen, I can't. This, you know, this is someone's performing here. She's like, I don't give a fuck. It's, you can see her saying it. So, you know, it was locked in from there. This, the, the original, it kind of gets... Um, the original girl kind of gets fake upset. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm like, yo, listen, I'm trying to leave with, with your cousin. She's she kind of like, I'm doing what I'm doing. Da, da, da. So I tell cousin, like, yo, listen, we out. She's like, I can't leave without her. I'm like, oh, God. Let's all go. Oh, God. All right, bet. Let's all go. So I give her the ultimatum. Like, yo, listen, <laughs> I just called Uber. We out. You either going now or you not going. She's like, right, I'm going. Let me get her. So the Uber driver... I tell him, wait. He's like, why what happened? And he sees the girls like talking. He's like, yo, I got you. Like, even the Uber driver. <laughs> That's the Uber driver with it. Yeah, sir, don't worry driver. about that. Yo, you gonna get, sir. Yo, you gonna get your stars, right? yo. You know so Uber driver's like, nah, I got you, Papi. I'm like, I can't say no more. <laughs> so we in the back seat. The original one started getting jealous. But so the original one starts kissing on me. Damn, this is beautiful. So I st- I'm already I have my eyes on my prize I see what you're trying to do You're trying to cock block You think mm-hmm. if, if you kiss on me yeah. Now I'm There's a dog Yeah No Indian giving now <laughs> So I'm Kissing on Cuz Like yo what's up she's, mm-hmm. she's with it Like you know what I'm saying So then they They start Making jokes like Yo what if we had a threesome I was like what if we did That's what's up What yes. if What if yeah. Right up my alley We just what did if? the Tiger Woods 
hand in here if you didn't, you're not here. You gotta hit him with the. All right, God. All right, God. I see you. For real. So, um. So. It's gonna be on taxi confessions. Confessions. So, like, so, so you know how girls are. They gotta have their little meeting. So they like, they tell the Uber driver, we need to use the bathroom. I'm like, we on the highway. <laughs> so they use the bathroom. I'm like, Uber driver, please, bro. And he's like, nah, papi, you gonna win. You used to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this Uber driver's trying to get you to the promised land, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I get on, we get back. So we get in the car. They come to the consensus, like, this is what's going down. Uh-huh. Go, I go get to the spot. The original ones, it's like, with a condom. Cousins, it's like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm In my mind, I'm like, I don't want to deal with Right, you. right. I need the brand new stuff. See, wow. normally, I would be one, I'd be there to say, don't I, worry about I it. I got it. I got this. But he, he had to hand, he had to hold us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I immediately <laughs> follow her to the living room. And from the living room, it gets heated. You know what I'm saying? We, we start doing what we're doing. Right. From the living room, we go to the bathroom. We're doing what we're doing. I hear original ones start, like, moving around. So I, so I leave. I'm like, yo, hold on. Real quick. I go into, into the bedroom. Original one, she called the Uber. She's like, wait, no. Uh, I already called my Uber. We start doing something. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. You were playing, you were trying to take handle both situations at the same time. Because it's still in the bathroom. Because it's still in the bathroom, hanging out, watching her fans or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So Uber comes, she cuts. I go back to cousin. Cousin's like, no, where's she going? I'm like, she she got an Uber. It's like, well, we got to walk her to the door. I'm like, all right. Walk to the door. She goes her way. Spend the night with cousin. I'm keeping a buck, like... I ended up liking cousin a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we kept in touch, and um, yeah, she it didn't it didn't it. She showed a side. She we were out in a, in another opening setting, right? And she showed a side like, nah, I can't rock with you, right? And but look, sir, that is an incredible story. <laughs> you did, you know what I mean? We also do a podcast called K and D where we talk about kinks and drinks. We talk about all things sexual. Well, I ain't even gonna lie. I thought yeah. he was gonna talk about the time where I had to get the fat bra and she grabbed my ass and I kind of thinged on like, yo, you bugging. <laughs> and then she said, I want you to spit in my mouth. And I said, you know what? Fuck it, let's go. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, it's what? What? Yo, you should have let off with that one. That story is funny. This is a, this I, a podcast. You, we could we could tell that story I thought, too. I thought he was gonna tell that story. <laughs> well, yeah, let, let's get into that one. Nah, man. You don't want to get into that one or no? That's what he was gonna say. You gave like, the punchline already. That that was the dividing conflict. I, I was like, yo, bro, get her out of here. I needed to, and I thought I was gonna have a problem, but then she was like, listen, I'm with whatever I said. What? <laughs> Yo. Shit, Chuckle Butt about to get it tonight. Chuckle Butt, come here, girl. I'm about 280 with a strong back. Come here, girl. Yo, come here, big one. Classic thought. He was like, man, come on, just take this one for the team. Yeah, I told, I told like, him too, like, Yo, bro, I'm sorry you had to go through that. He was just he like, nah, nah, it was all right. I took care of that. I'm a wingman to the end. I fly, I fly that plane into any building. See, I have a rule, right? I have a rule, right? As long as I can look you in your eyes while I'm eating that pussy, you ain't too big. Wow. 
this okay. nigga, get gotcha. this nigga on K and D. Coming That's back classic. And my man, what you mean? Matt, Matt. Matt, you coming back on K and D to our other podcasts to talk about that. That should be a rule for all my chuggy girls. My man's like, I got you. If my line is like clear that fupa, <laughs> <laughs> if I can see past the fupa, if I can see past the good. No, wait, hold on. That's me. That, that's me. That's me. Classic, classic man. Yeah. Yo, good. Yo, I'm telling you right now, this is real shit. I appreciated you sharing that, man, because yeah. we want, this is real shit. This is what happens out here in these streets, man. Mm-hmm. And, and no, nobody want to talk about what really happens. Caribbean con- con- podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All the children, man, we just eat nanny. I don't know about the, uh, the Jamaicans. I eat pussy. Okay, my nigga, there we go. Yo, we had a big, we, we had a, we have a big deal about that, about how, you know how Jamaican men, you know. Yeah, I, 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 friend. I defy all eyes. When I go to that barbershop, nobody <laughs> show me love. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can't drink out of nothing out of there in the barbershop. Right, right, right. Nah, I knew he ate pussy because he shaved his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew. I knew what was going on off the back. I said, yo, listen, this dude right here, yeah, nasty. Man, man, he man. about this big, I know he got it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, I preach the gospel about that. I spread the message to my good Jamaican people. Right. We passing our tracks on the street. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you just want to see my friend come, yeah. come to our side. You know what I'm saying? Because and and Pum Pum has become eating has become something that's but being accepted in JA. The women are now demanding that the pussy be eaten. So it's a, it's a brand new world we living in. And thanks to Soka for helping to spread that message. I didn't know this. I, I mean, I don't follow Soka Jamaican news. I thought, I thought the Haitians spread that message. Haitians spread which message? Uh, Haitians? They be talking about that. They be really? talking about that. I didn't know Heavy. that. I, 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 well, I, I got some questions to ask. you Haitian women. And when I uh, listen to the, uh, the, the compa, yeah. yeah, they be talking about straight fucking pulling back hoods, sucking clits, oh, the I whole situation. Yo, you it's need a, to get, yo, it's a whole situation. Look, 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 he's a pro. He's like, oh, he knows something. <laughs> I know Panamanians just lead off with that shit. No names, no numbers. <laughs> I'll eat your pussy. <laughs> hey, excuse me? Oh, shit. Yo, classic, I gotta say, classic, um, you know, I was listening to music before. Now I'm deep into it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, I mean, this is real shit. I appreciate you sharing all that with us, man. So, carnivals you're attending uh, um, next year. What's your plan for 2020? What's some of the things you you plan on doing? Jamaica and, and St. Lucia is already uh, locked in. I'll see you in JA. And um, I'm working on Cayman. And uh, I, anything else that falls into place falls into place. I'm probably going to be in the, the local carnivals like... Atlanta and Daytona okay. and Orlando and stuff like Definitely that. Definitely Miami. Definitely, yeah. Miami. yeah. Any collaborations we should be looking out for? Uh, you know what's funny about about like artist to artist collabs? That's mm-hmm. very difficult to pull off in Soka because of the politics. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly difficult. Like, what are some of the barriers there? I mean, you said the politics, but is there any specifics that you could share without? Um, you know, sometimes like. <sighs> Sometimes, sometimes it's, it, just, it just doesn't work. Like certain certain producers don't want certain people on it. Certain certain people don't want to work with certain producers. Certain countries don't want to work with certain countries. It's 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 weird like that. So like normally I'll pen songs and leave the verse open for certain people and I will send it out and it, it'll it'll just get like nah I don't. And want then it. we get we have deadlines. So there's been times where 
artists have reached back out and we've been able to do something, but once the deadline reached, that's it. Time to drop it and we drop it and we still leave that relationship open right. for any artist who mm-hmm. wants to deal with classes. Yeah, you deadlines know. and so good. Deadlines is very mess important. You up, yo. Yeah, like like we said, like there's this no... this this carnivals and this there's things that go on that yeah. set the tone or okay, this has to happen by this time and we very strict with time and deadlines. So, you know, that's that's pretty much how that works. It's never really a point where it's like we cannot work with anybody or we don't want to work with yeah, anybody. Yeah, I, I me personally, I work with anybody and everybody. You yeah. know, I like the inclusion. I, I like being being able to be in a conversation of someone else's fan base. Right. But it doesn't work out like that. I hear you. I hear you. Talking about schedules and all, at this very moment, what what would you say is your current focus? Um, pushing the boom music video and and, and getting that traction for Trinidad and, and throughout for the rest of the year. You know, most of my music is Lucian and Lucian Carnival is July, so a lot of the rhythms don't get cooked up till March. So I'm kind of sitting, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. And last year I kind of tried to attack the TT market, but now that I know the structure, I already know like there's, 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 it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's just not. So I, I just, I'm focus, focusing on um, Lucia and uh, I'm probably gonna shoot a video for Chair for J.A. Carnival. Okay, 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 okay. If I could be that video, sir, somewhere in the back, just let me know. <laughs> you know I'm saying I'll be out here repping for J.A. Um, now, you, now, you're definitely going hard for Lucia. That's pretty much, you could, yeah. we could pretty much say that that's, you know, one of the lanes you do plan on yeah, man. sticking on. I know you have a couple of job rhythms. Do you see yourself infiltrating that market a bit? They have the Grenada, not Vinci. Vinci's kind of a little bit liberal, but Grenada have their structure. And oh, it's kind of really? like... If you if you're not on this work with this producer, do it at this time, and they don't work with anybody and everybody either, so that's kind of how I lost out on a lot of the opportunities. I don't have no. If you look at it, I have no Grenadian uh, production. Oh. They're all Vinci. Those are Vinci job. Okay. So mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. don't. It's they're very particular, and there's nothing wrong with that. They they can they gonna do what they want to do. I just don't fall into the criteria to get those connections and. I just, I just gotta work harder, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but yo, look, keep pumping the good music, man. Keep mm-hmm. pumping and keep pushing. You know what I mean? Um, just from this conversation, I can see you're very passionate about what you want to do you're down to earth. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> and you speaking to the people, you know what I mean? And I think that's always going to help you carry over the hump of politics at all times. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. Once you're real and you authentic, yeah. ain't nobody can take that from you. Talented, ain't nobody going to take that from you. So tell me... um. Quick for um, what's like your 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 top five soccer artists right now mm. to you? Classic, mm. classic, classic, and classic. <laughs> That's it. Because <laughs> I spit hot fire. Exactly. <laughs> now my favorite, my favorite. Uh, you say all, uh, now or all time? You could now or all time. See, see the thing about me is is, is is I have to pick them based on the influence on me. Right. And uh, I would say Kuya Kuya from Saint Lucia. Okay. He's a big influence on, on on how I curate my music. Right. Um, Umpa, I don't know if you heard about him. Uh, he's from Saint Lucia. Yeah. Um, Moto's work ethic has a, is a, has an impression on me. Something I I, I look at I look at everybody else. They they do their thing. Oh, Patrice Roberts. Cause Patrice mm-hmm. be putting out amazing a freaking record every oh, yeah. week last year. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that is what I pay attention to. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not, not like now. I'm not trying to sleep on the, on the super big dudes like Marshall and Bungie and stuff, but I just identify more with those specific people because I guess they're lower, 
so they have they work so hard and I right. see it well, yeah, I feel like right. the bigger artists right. don't do that because they're past that already well that's how it mostly is the people look at the like Fabe used to say all the time that you know and I tell him that you know people don't look at like they may say classic they might not know you as much as you know, everybody else might know you. Be like, oh, Classic made a good song, but he's not gonna get that pop because he's not Marshall, he's not Bungie, yeah. he's not Patrice, he's yeah. not Destro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But more people, I say in the Caribbean, they, we don't, we're not unified to sit here and say, all right, he made a good song. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's a that's a big thing in the Caribbean community that. I feel that I need to stop for years. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always a, a, how you say, like a dividance between all countries. And what we're doing here, <laughs> platforms like Fet World and this podcast, the Fet Talk podcast, we're trying to break through all the freaking barriers. See, that's that's the benefit of being an outsider because I don't, right. I don't, I'm not obligated to exactly. stick to somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And we want to create because what we're realizing is like, yo. Everybody has their machine. Yeah. We want to be outside that machine because we feel there's other ways and that we can all come together, unify, and just focus on quality of music, not really worry too much about if you big time or not, but is a song good? That's all I look at the end of the day. Is a song yeah. good? Lava Man, Big Up Lava Man, too. He's a big influence. Yeah. He put out music. Like, Grace. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, we fucks with Lava Man heavy. Classic, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I mean that's it for mine. Is there anything you know? You, is there anything trying to promote? What you want some of the people to know? Yeah, yeah let people know, man. Show sure, time. Sure, everybody that listening to this, make sure you look up Boom on the Fuego, aka hit the big rider in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, big up Salim for it. He's very uh influential big on the growth to sell. on the growth of the records, especially as a whole, because he really pushed them in New York and that New York. Uh, ripple effect had a ripple effect on everywhere else. So big up Sal, I'm truly grateful to Sal, and big up everybody else. You know that 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 that's been you know involved with with the progress that I've had in 370 something days. That's what's up, man. And, and where can they find you? Um, all my all my social media is Classic Fresco. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just search K L A S S I K F R E S C O. Go to classicfresco.com. I just started putting up merchandise today. So, you know, there's t shirts and hoodies and all that good stuff. And it's not just, t- you know, uh, merchandise with my logo on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that, just check it out. You, you, I'm sure you, you want to leave with something. All right. Got kind of colors of the hoodies. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking good. <laughs> I, got, I got all of them. I got all of them. Okay, I, got a, cool. I got a pink one up there too, you know? Okay, well, I won't be wearing that one, but. Um, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I want no pink hoodie, but um, I will be looking to cop one. Nice. You know what I mean? So, shout out to you, Classic, for coming out, man. Yeah, thanks for coming out, man. Yo, thanks for coming out, we man. We appreciate you, brother. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you coming out. And um, that's it for us, everyone. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Fet Talk. Yes, yes. Peace. Young mother. Every guy want a photo. Salin Perret, for the girl. Make you go pop, boom. And I'm glad to press the bar. The girl them star. Make you go pop, Let we go, let we go. Let we go, let we go. My girl just boom. Boom, 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 bo